Hola, como estas? Okay. Uh, como si, como sa. Hmm. Keep talking. My name is Allison. I have two cats and I will be single forever. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh my gosh, I'm already having the time of my life. Welcome back to the next Namaste podcast. I hope you guys are having a fabulous day so far. My name is Melissa Melody, of course. And today on the podcast, I have my good friend, Allison Sharp, who is quite the exceptional makeup artist. Allison, say hello. Hello. <laughs> And as you just heard, she is uh, single and uh, loves her cats. <laughs> Should we start off with that? So how big of a cat lover are you, Allison? You know, uh, I have mixed feelings. <laughs> my cats are the cause of my lack of sleep most evenings. Mm -hmm. uh, so I... <laughs> Do you have one of those cats that like taps you and wakes you up in the morning because my cat literally like I will I'll be slipping and then I'll wake up and I'll see her big eyes on my face and her paw is tapping me like literally like pushing me trying to wake <laughs> me up yeah so intelligent I think that cats are brilliant they, so they I are. have like sliding doors that are just wood slabs oh. so I, tr I try every single night different techniques to keep them from opening said doors and they outsmart me every day oh yeah my I have a screen door in my backyard and my cat like will literally use her paw and open it and she will close it stop it yeah i'm not joking actually i have a cool cool story cats are, okay cats are really intelligent when my dog was alive rest in peace emmy um she oh yeah she was the cutest she's this cute little fluffy um like um shih tzu Pekingese dog and anyways um one day my mom's friends were coming over and we were having this party and they brought their big their big dog i don't know what the breed was but anyways this big dog was growling like crazy at emmy yeah and it just it just really looked like it was going to attack emmy and my my cat jumped in front of emmy and started hissing oh at God. this big dog bodyguard dang her i know sweet i know Anyways, guys, <laughs> back to what I really want to talk about, even cat though this hour. is great chat. This is cat hour. Yes. With <laughs> Melissa and Allison. Imagine. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of cat lovers out there. It's true. That maybe we, like maybe that. we should start a side podcast. Spin off podcast. Yes. <laughs> For all your cat questions and concerns. I have a friend named Steffi who's who's quite into cats as well. She has a lot of cat t-shirts and it's great. It's awesome. Anyways, guys, so Allison is a really cool makeup artist and hair artist too. Yes. Um, I She has a website called www.allisonsharp.com. You guys should actually check out some of her pictures. I last night do my research and even though we worked together, we worked on the Coleman Howell music video was yep. the first one. We did the fireproof video, and then we did two of Sunreel's music videos together. The first try, no warm up, yes, and hot air balloon, where you shot out a baby. That's right. Yes, a baby <laughs> did come out of <laughs> my vagina, <laughs> or from under a blanket. Who's you know, to say? Yeah. Uh, no, that was special magic. effects, guys. That didn't actually happen, but kind of. Anyways. <laughs> First try, no warm up. Yeah, it was yeah first yeah it was the on the first try, no warm up. Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. 
<laughs> so yeah, we've done a couple things together, and so I got to see her work then. Uh, but just looking at her website, man, you've done some really cool artistic shoots. Oh, thanks, man. Some of your hairstyles are wild. Thanks. I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if you could do one on me here, but not that, not like anyone could see it. But maybe we could take a picture yeah. in the maybe future. I feel like you after. should do something crazy to me. Yeah, I would love to. That that would be awesome one day. <laughs> that would be really cool. So yeah, you guys, you should check that out. Um, but Allison, I'm so intrigued. So what? What inspired you to become a makeup hair artist? Like, what did you did you always want to do this as a kid growing no, up? No, I huh. uh, I thought I was going to be a photographer. Really? Uh, so in oh, high school, you're really good at taking pictures too. I remember it. I try. You took a couple of me on set. I kind of give up sometimes, but I, sh- I there's so many great photographers. There's so mm. many great artists of any sort. I understand this. Um, I like yeah, that with singing. There's somewhere along the line that like. I discovered makeup when I was in junior high, high school, mm. and there was something about it that really clicked to me, mm. but photography also really clicked, okay. and so I was kind of pursuing both of them simultaneously. However, um, I don't know. Makeup just started to take over. I see. And yeah. uh, it probably was partially insecurities because I hated clothes shopping, so I oh. would just buy makeup because it always fit. Whereas, yeah. like, when you're a teenager, you're, like, not sure what to wear. And, like, oh, so not, true. Doesn't, you don't really know what fits your body type. And I... I feel like I'm still that way. Do you yeah. ever... <laughs> like I still don't know too. how to shop. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 luckily, now I've made friends who are stylists that are be like, why are you wearing that? Huh. You know what? I need to befriend more of those, <laughs> actually. You know, recently I've taken into interest into reading fashion like books on specifically how to style. And I think I've gotten mm. a lot better at it. It's, it's something that I'm trying to make in, like, an active effort to become better at. Because, yeah, I struggle with that too, man. Yeah. School was so frustrating for me because I just... Uh, putting together outfits were always so hard. Like, I have some friends. Again, my friend Steffi, she's always been one of those people that just looks put together all all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. like she can be wearing a t-shirt and jeans and a pair of flats and it'll look great every single time and I just I'm always like I don't I just don't understand right <laughs> I feel like I just roll out of bed most days and yeah. I'm like I put on enough lipstick does it look like I tried the red lipstick though she's wearing it red now uh, right now guys um the red always makes someone look a little bit more fashionable though I think that's, that's true yeah it's that all about is the little tricks yeah I think so uh, but now I'm trying much harder to get better at that. So I feel, I feel like I'll tell you the, the book that I've, I've been reading. I forget currently, but maybe, I don't know if you're interested, but anyways, um, I'm intrigued by this. So you, okay. So, so you would buy makeup instead. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I just bought all the colors. I never returned anything because <laughs> I was like, well, I'll need it for something. Yeah. Someday. Might as well. Yeah. And where'd you get all the money for this? <laughs> Well, I mean, side job. Makeup's so secrets. expensive, then, it dude. Is. Like it's okay, and, and not only that, we talked about this before, but makeup school is unreal expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah, like you think you think your university degree was really pricey. Look up how much it is a year for makeup school. Yeah. Compare that, cause it's like it's unreal. Cause like you have to buy a kit, and yeah. my kit, and like, you have to keep. Maintaining changing it, it all the time yeah. and keeping new colors and like oh, liquids wow. and things go mm. bad really quick so you constantly yeah. have to be like replenishing and 
trying so much stuff. Yeah, I mean, I thought about taking a makeup class just to, like, okay. learn, like, yeah. little techniques. Well, you know where yeah. I live, so... That's uh, true. That's true. You should do private lessons. I, I do. Do you actually? I do do private... I do everything, girl. Oh, I didn't know this. I'll I mean, tell I me everything, so... Yeah. What else do you do? So, private lessons? Okay. I do private lessons. I do weddings. I do, like... Oh, I didn't know this. Photo shoots, film, everything. Like, oh, cool. I don't do a lot of, like special effects i do a bit as per some of those sunreal videos but yeah well you were doing like the zombie kind of look there right was that zombie yeah and, like that big scar on yeah. um, byron's face and yes. like the pen in the forehead yes yeah cool but i mean what's the what's the sorry i didn't mean to no, 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 it's all good. i'm just so excited what would you say was the most fun set that you've been on like what what was the most fun experience mm. in terms of uh creating a look or i don't know or hairstyle or whatnot there's on I, I don't even know if i could pick one yeah. because they're always fun for different reasons okay. sometimes they're not fun but like that one video that we did actually the sunreal first trying to warm up yeah. like it was so fun because there's so many different characters we're in so many different fun sets yeah. and the crew you know it's the people yeah. that you're hanging out with for 12 plus hours that make it fun so true and like as you know that entire crew is phenomenal and yeah. like so lovely to work with and yeah. they're like my film family so yeah anytime i get to work with them is like the best oh that's awesome yeah so guys peter that uh, i had on the podcast last week um he is, was the director of the sunreal videos and uh, yeah. he's part of the the fam that he's our mis- he's about. the missing link he's who brought us together it's true it yeah. is true i love it yeah, these are really good mics they are really good mics <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you um do you constantly feel that like n- that pull to be working always? I was talking about this with Peter and I feel like most entrepreneurs feel like they have to constantly be working otherwise they don't feel productive or they just don't yeah are they do, oh, yeah. do you get do you get anxiety from that i get mad anxiety yeah, if man. i'm not working like if i have a day off i'm good but then i have two days off and i'm like why aren't I working? Where's my jobs? Yeah. I need to be working. And so then I'll I'll even just start roping in my friends and be like, come over, let's do a shoot. Oh, well, that's, see, and you're staying active, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, Peter was talking about this, about how you need to constantly just be doing something. Yeah. Like, you know, even if it's, it doesn't necessarily pay, like if you're doing like a free shoot with your friends, like you're you're working, you're still bettering your craft, you're bettering oh, yourself, you're still moving forward. And you're networking right? too, right? Yeah. Like you never know when you're going to work with these people again or yeah. who you might want to work with again. And yeah. you create really cool relationships just based on working for free. Right. How, how do you deal with that anxiety, man? I, I like to ask everybody this because um, I, feel, I feel like everyone deals with it in, in different ways. And But the, the days, because, you know, you have your, your great days. And you're like, yes, I'm killing it in life. And that's mainly what Instagram shows, right? Yes. And then you have the days where you're like, ah. Oh, and I wish I could be doing better or I wish I could be doing more. Like what, what, what helps you get through those days? Um, nature, honestly, if ah, I get out too. of my apartment yeah. and get out of the city and just like go sit in a park somewhere, or go sit by the lake or just take some time to like really breathe and oh, nature. That's a great, great answer for sure. I think that's, that's the case for everybody, man. Yeah. I think there, especially if you're in the city, there's, I mean, there's a couple more parks nowadays. There was, I, or, or maybe I just didn't notice them oh, yeah. before. Toronto is such a green city, and we don't realize yeah. how many parks there are. Yeah, only recently we discovered them. Yeah, actually, well, I mean, this, I, I, 
I've I had heard of Trinity Bellwood Bellwoods Park like long ago, and then we did a oh, shoot near it. there. I know, <laughs> but then I didn't actually like I didn't really know about it until we did that shoot there. So okay, yeah. <laughs> but I did grow up in Scarborough, and then I moved to Ajax. So like I've I've haven't really ever been That's in the right. city like I am now. I remember now, that. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm in the city all the time, so it makes sense why I know a little bit more. But um, yeah. <laughs> That's There's like, actually a really beautiful new park they just opened last summer right by um, Ontario Place called Trillium Park. Oh, oh I've heard of it, but I haven't so been. It's so pretty. We should actually go sometime. Oh, it's like the you. view of the city is just phenomenal, and they've done such a nice job. I'm like plugging oh. this park right now. Oh. They've done a really, really beautiful job of like creating a interesting like three-dimensional space. Really? Yeah. Do they have any of those cool like pianos? It's normally two-dimensional. Right. <laughs> Well, you know how sometimes in like in in the different parks they'll have something with that that's painted creatively or right, whatever. Yeah. They have those pianos that people yeah, can just yeah, play. Yeah. Do they have anything like that? They have like um I don't know, it's 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 like a structure. It's almost like a roof kind of wooden thing. Okay. I'm describing it very well. Uh <laughs> it does not have walls. <laughs> is it called a home? <laughs> <laughs> it is called a hut. <laughs> No, I, uh, it's something. It's a thing. I don't know. Okay. Just Google Trillium Park. You'll see it. <laughs> okay. There's a big fire pit there. Oh. There's like tons of... Can you throw of, a party and you Yeah. You can yeah. rent out the fire pit. Cool. Which uh, would be fun. Have a moon party there. Hey. Yeah. Yes. Alice and I, um, we've bonded over how we believe in moon cycles and how they affect your moods and whatnot. And today is actually a full moon. With and a lunar eclipse with the, on okay, top of so it. Okay, so can you actually explain, because Allison knows a little bit more about that than I do. Can you explain what would the what would that do for you, that that would make you feel differently compared to a regular full moon? Like, so I, I don't, don't know much know. about it. <laughs> oh, you don't know? Darn it. I hoped that you did. I just feel like it's <laughs> intensified somehow. Right. I see, you are the second person to say that to me. Someone else uh, had texted me. She's like, oh, it's a, it's a lunar eclipse this month. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I feel like ecl- uh, any kind of eclipses, uh, like major change. I'm, I'm definitely not um, any kind of expert in this area, but we I've read Google about it. Right now. Um, can we? Yeah, can let's we Google it right now. Yeah, because okay, so well, as you're googling, I'll just explain. So if uh, if you aren't someone that's very aware about the moon cycles, and you may you may not n- know much about how they affect you, or or maybe now after this, you'll you'll just be a little bit more aware of how you feel around them, but generally around the full moon it's a time of release and everyone feels like they just need to let go of something that's been building up inside of them and often emotions are just really high everybody cries on the full moon I cry every full moon so (laughs) tears will be happening at some point today (laughs) and the and I and generally they say that a lot of people just lose it during the full moon but also actually I don't know if you've heard this but recently I heard that the new moon um, tends to be when there's more like suicides tend oh. to be more murders weird right because you would think because a, a lot of people thought it was the full moon but apparently so the police know this and um the hospitals know this that on the full moon and the new moon that like actually this is a fact that the murders and suicides like skyrocket wow on the, isn't that weird that's fascinating yeah it is fa- it is fascinating people are just more emotional so it kind of makes sense yeah but, and generally also the idea is that um, you know, as water is affected, right, um, the tides are quite high during the new moon and the full moon. 
we are also made up of what 70% or 75% I think it's 70% (laughs) water a lot of it it, a lot of us is water guys like maybe a little bit more right now yeah right so that's what I'm saying drink more water yeah (laughs) before we started this podcast I said drink lots of water Allison because she said she hadn't today but anyways it would make sense if we are you know the majority of us is made up of water that we would also be affected by the moon if if the ocean can be affected 100% we can too oh yeah we're tiny in comparison to the ocean so how do we think that it doesn't affect our bodies yeah I, I you know what I don't I don't even think a lot of people will argue with it when they when they think about it I just think people generally just don't know like before I knew before <laughs> I n- it never even occurred to me ever like right. it wasn't even a thought in my brain that I could be affected by the moon yeah so I think yeah. all the planets uh affect us definitely in different ways. I mean probably yeah. there's so much gravitational pull from other planets that I definitely buy into horoscopes a bit uh, because of that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I like to think that there's some science behind it. Do you know much about much? Do you know much <laughs> about Mercury retrograde? It started yesterday. Stop it! Did it actually? Yes. No. So I always fear Mercury retrograde. Why? It's funny because the term retrograde sounds so daunting, but it's physically just how the planets are moving beside each other. Okay. So it's like. If it's like Mercury and the Earth are going together one way, and then when it goes retrograde, it's just on the other side of the sun. So it feel, looks like it's going backwards. Okay, I see. In comparison to us. I saw a really great diagram on the internet about it, and it explained everything. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so it's just like, it's almost like things are progressing. Th- we're going together, we're going together, and then it's all of a sudden it's like backwards. Okay. And just like oh shifts but okay because like i don't know if you feel this but at any time it's mercury retrograde i just my communication yes it's just horrible i don't want to speak to anybody first yes. off and it's weird because i felt this yesterday i had some friends like message me and call me and i was like i don't want to talk yeah. to you and it's nothing against anybody it's just like i get into these moods during mercury retrograde where totally. i just like, don't want to talk and then and then you find that com- your computers like the things tend to mess up yep. during that time and travel yeah. plans all kind of fall astray oh yeah i forgot about that part yeah i was about to make some travel plans so maybe i'll put a pause on yeah. that until mercury is done i so i i didn't really know if i believed that but then i was going to new york one year during mercury and retrograde okay and i could not get a flight back home like what? it was just like my cousin was helping me get home because he worked for porter so he was trying to get me on the next flight and like just like it was like day after day and I kept having to stay days longer what? because he couldn't get me home. Oh my And I was gosh. like, Mercury. Do you know about <laughs> Megabus? You should have taken a Megabus, even though it is really annoying. But it's, it's, you don't know about it? Oh, I do know about oh, Megabus. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not a big fan of taking that bus. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I completely understand. It's hit or miss. Like sometimes it can, you can, you know, get no one sitting beside yeah. you and get a really comfortable, you know. 12 hour bus ride <laughs> home which is really long but then again then there'll be the times where the bus will break down three times Stop in one it. trip oh dude it was the most annoying thing i was on my way with my girlfriends as like a girl's trip to new york january like second like brand and brand new year girl's trip we go to new york on this mega bus it literally break actually sorry Wait, it was a Megabus. I cannot give Megabus a wrong name, a bad name. It was Greyhound. (laughs) (laughs) I got to speak the truth. It was Greyhound. And yes, it was a Megabus. But anyways, Greyhound broke down three times and there was a snowstorm. It was, yeah, we missed an entire day in, in, 
our on our trip because it just we couldn't get there. Right. Yeah, it was brutal. But um, so thankfully I got a refund. So I should take the bus, is what you're saying. <laughs> um, wait. Uh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Maybe next time go with WestJet. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe not just don't travel during Mercury and retrograde. Okay. Yeah, that's more okay. likely. We'll go with that. <laughs> um, did you end up finding out about the lunar eclipse? No, I got very sidetracked by your beautiful voice. Darn it. Um, well, thanks for flattering. <laughs> okay, I'm intrigued though. So. Um, I, I love I love talking to Allison because she's very spiritual and very open minded like I like I try to be I shouldn't say like I am <laughs> but no I no I try I try to be quite open minded and I love listening about dif- to dif- about different religions and learning new things about how people think and so I'm intrigued um, about your spiritual journey and and what has got you to where you are so um, what what would you what, what would you say about yourself in terms of that like what what do you follow what it, what has helped mm. you career-wise get do you believe in the law of attraction I do 100% okay yeah. wonderful did you ever watch the secret I or did. okay cool yes. yeah because it's something that I that I feel has strongly helped me in my in my journey yeah. do you yeah, have yeah, any yeah. cool experiences around that that you could share <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot <laughs> um I just love talking about law of attraction stories yeah so uh actually when I was in Edmonton so I grew up in Edmonton Alberta Oh, um, cool. I was working at Mac Cosmetics. And of course you were. That's such a cool job. It was like my dream. Like that was my first step. Get into Mac and everything will be good. Oh, that's, uh, that's awesome. So I was working with like a great team out there uh, and some great friends. And But like, you know, it, like it just wasn't driving me creatively. Mm. Like it was great to work with other artists, but I was in Edmonton and I wasn't happy. Right. Um, and so I would be doing... Literally, anyone who came into the store, I was like, sit down, let's do your makeup. And <laughs> in my head, I just kept telling myself over and over and over, you are a celebrity makeup artist. You are a celebrity makeup artist. Oh. And just like repeating that as a mantra until I believed it. Wow. And I, long story short, ended up moving to Toronto. And now I'm lucky enough that I do get to work with celebrities. So that's like a, you just, as as long as you believe something strong enough, things can happen for sure. But you have to have like the right feeling behind it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know I even reflect on me as a child and I think the reason so like I, I, I used to be so confused as to why I wouldn't book things and why, you know, all my friends around me in terms of like acting, sorry, I should have specified because I know yeah. I do quite a few things, but in terms of acting, why I wouldn't, you know, get anything and all my friends were booking things. And then, you know, now that I'm more aware into understanding how like the law of attraction works and how, and just how, how much you can help yourself by believing in yourself. I yeah. just, I literally like, uh, un, like my subconscious didn't actually think that I was good enough. Right. And that was constantly blocking me oh, yeah. from moving forward. And then once I started working on that and working on just loving myself in that way, then I, I started booking stuff. It's funny because yeah. usually our biggest roadblocks are our own selves for sure. And our minds. Sure. Yeah. I've gone to, um, couple psychics in, in my life oh yeah <laughs> and uh uh it's weird because a couple of, of like each every one they they have pulled a card relating to me being in my way with with mm, my dreams interesting yeah yeah and it, it's a common theme that i they constantly that they they say i overthink everything but i am a gemini though and if you believe in astrology 
which I know you do, <laughs> but if uh, whomever is listening does, I think that, uh, you know, Gemini's are very, you know, we're in our minds a lot. We're mm-hmm. all about communication. We're, oh, we overthink the crap out of everything. Mm, I think that's so. a lot of people though. Yeah. Well, n- definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a human condition. You're right. I shouldn't specify as ge- a Gemini thing. That's for sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and that's a Gemini thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, cool. So you grew up in Edmonton. I didn't know that. I That's did. really cool. What, what Deadmonton, was that like? as I like to call it. What did you? Well, Deadmonton. Deadmonton. Oh because it's deadly cold in the winter, oh. and it also used to be the murder city capital of Canada. I don't what? know if it still is, but shut up. What? Just uh, what yeah. is that? What? So like, what does that mean? There was just ton- there was more deaths, like murders per capita. Like so, it doesn't matter on the population, but there's like yeah. <gasps> Wow. So it was a little scary. I'm glad you moved. That's scary. I'm glad Uh, you're alive here. It just, uh, yeah, the city didn't do much for me. It it had some great people in it. um, Yeah. But I I just had a lot of, uh, I guess, negative memories there, and I wanted to leave them. For sure. You needed a fresh start. Yeah. I totally understand that. It's why I actually ended up going to um, an arts high school because oh. so I went to I went to a Catholic elementary school and I just didn't really like I had like a lot of like very negative experiences there, but a lot of positive as well. Pros yeah. and cons, obviously, to everything. Um, but I just like I could not. I could I couldn't be the same person I was there anymore. I needed to go somewhere new yeah. and just be something new. Yeah, and, be, and just, or just show a different side of me that I f- I felt like I could never really express. Right, because people school. get to know you a certain yeah, way. Yeah, perception and then, biases. People see you, yeah. and then and then also there's the factor of like acting according to those perceptions, right? Because then yeah. you feel like people think of you a certain way, and then you just act that way, right? And, and that's, that's not weird the easiest like thing to shake. No, it's not. Yeah, and, and then all, and then sometimes when people have these perceptions of you, and then you try to shake them, then it just things get weird. <laughs> it's true. It's just easier to move across the country. It's just easier to go to another school. Yeah. So I just ended up going to a school that I knew no one was going to, yeah. and um, it was the best decision I ever made. Amazing. Yeah. So, but <laughs> anyways, okay. So a full moon tonight. Do you have any plans for the full moon? Um, I don't know. This. Maybe yeah. a little, to a little ceremony of some sort. Cool. I got Allison to bring her tarot deck. We're going to play with that in a bit. Um, because uh, we've been talking about it for so long. Because you guys know that I pull angel cards on here just for fun. We just see what people get. Every guest that comes on here, it's my new yeah. little thing. Cool. Uh, I, I don't know. I just wanted to do something a little different than other podcasters. And yeah. so that's, that's uh, my thing. And so I, I, I love playing with them. I think it's a, they're just a fun thing to do. And I love going to psychics. I find that really fun. Um, but yeah, so I'm we're gonna I'm gonna pull one from my deck for her. And then you'll pull one from me. Yeah, I brought yeah. you my deck today. And <laughs> And so this is this is like your go-to deck. What's what's this one called? So this is the Wild Unknown Tarot okay. by Kim Kranz. Okay. I just got it maybe a couple months ago. So okay, but it really resonates. Pretty with you? new for me, yeah. But there's something about it I really like. I actually like both of my decks. Cool. Um, oh, you only I, have two? I only have two. Dude, I literally have like ten. Do you? Yeah. I don't know why. It's like you'll I'll go into a store and I just I feel I have to buy another. <laughs> That's okay. I don't know. I just, I, I think I just get bored. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's just fun to look at the artwork and yeah. I don't know. The experience and every, yeah, uh, different, different energies. Tarot right? cards have different like write-ups about what the cards are. Some are more traditional and some are a little more lenient. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's cool. Um, I wanted to also talk about 
uh, numerology. Yeah. Because, um, okay, so one time when I was hanging out with um, Allison, we were talking about it, and her mom is really big on numerology. That's right. Yeah. So um, do you know, so do you know, you know much about it? I can't remember if, if you... I know bits and pieces. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, do you know anything about the number 23? <laughs> so that would break down to five. Okay. Because a two and a three makes a five. Okay. Uh, there's only, I think two numbers that you wouldn't break down normally so that's 11 and a 22 those are like okay. the prime numbers in numerology okay uh but a, f- a five uh i don't know a lot about fives okay but i don't know anything about fives either yeah well so 23 is the number i see all the time interesting yeah for the last Almost three years now, actually. Wow. I see it. I will see it three to four times a day. Probably some days, like eight to ten. Really? It's like a literally insane. And whereas people will like, I'll say, "Hey, what's what's the time?" And someone will say eleven twenty-three. And then like, mm. and then and I've started telling people, and now people will be freaking out because they now they're cluing in to right. me seeing it all the time. Yeah, it's just really weird. Or like, my brother bought me a lock for the gym. And uh, I was like, oh, can you just read me, read me the password? Yeah. And sure enough, 23 was the first number. Yeah, just Okay, weird. so I Googled 23 numerology. Okay. And the first thing that came up says, the number 23 is a number that blends of the desires for knowledge, creativity, and diplomacy. Okay. Those with the number 23 in their numerology charts are people who need change and variety to be fully satisfied. That is so true. Um. But is it is twenty three in your chart? I wonder. Mm. Oh, so can you can you do charts? Do you know I, do you I, know much about that? I, I don't really know how to do charts, but yeah. I what's your birthday? May 29th. <laughs> Make me do math on the spot. Sorry, uh, girl. Oh <laughs> I can whip out my calculator. <laughs> Man, I just I am so interested in all this stuff. I what's, don't know. What year? Uh, nineteen ninety. Just in case you guys didn't know, that's my birthday. <laughs> Right in your calendars. So you're you're now. like an eight life path. Yes, I'm an eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight, well, you already knew that. Why did yeah. I do the math? I don't know. You didn't ask me what my life oh my path God. is. <laughs> Go see a numerologist. Yeah. Well, that is my plan. Um, my I had a, a friend on the podcast a couple episodes ago. Episodes ago. Whoa, that was jumbled English. Her name is Alina, and uh, we were just talking about it recently because she knows a lot about numerology or sorry she's trying to learn a lot more about it yeah because she's very interested in it too and just from talking to her I've recently got a big interest in yeah to it it's interesting yeah the more you notice certain numbers I feel like the more they pop out to you yeah yeah do you ever find that you like look up the numbers around like a a job that you're gonna get or yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. totally you do that um I I do it a lot with because I've, I've moved quite a few times, so I do it mm. for, like, my address. Oh, I've heard of people doing that. And this is the funniest thing. So I used to move, like, I, everyone who knows me, I'm, like, a chronic mover. Oh, are you? I'd moved, like, something like 23 times in 10 years or something. 23 times in 10 years? Stop it. <laughs> okay. That was weird. See? Yeah, it's true. Someone always says 23 to me. Weird. It's weird. Maybe it's because you put it in my subconscious. It was Probably. already there. Yeah, that's Probably. definitely why. Um, <laughs> but I think it was something about that. And I finally stopped moving. And I lived in my last apartment for five and a half years. Oh, wow. And most places I would live in for a year, a year, maybe less than a year. Right. And so I was like, this is really interesting. And then I, so on my door, it had two numbers. I won't say what they were because then everyone's going to find out where I used to live. But (laughs) the two numbers broke down to 11 and 11. 
and that is my life path number and it's also my lucky number and I literally have it tattooed on my arm oh cool so it but it took me like I didn't think about it for years and then like it was maybe a year ago I was like oh that's cool there's actually 11 11 on my door yeah weird I love yeah. it actually actually recently I um when I started looking into numerology I realized that my house is 28 yeah and um eight is my life path right but it's also the number for money and two is a number for balance and ever since my family moved to 28 I'm not gonna say the address yeah <laughs> you just so want to as a as you're saying but anyways ever since we we moved there our life has become so much more balanced and we've come into more money than we used to have interesting so yeah so just looking that up and then it also you means feel like 10. there's been a lot of like fresh beginnings there like new starts yeah and that's that's because it would break down to, to one, one yeah and one is all about new, new beginnings, beginnings. Yeah. yeah yeah oh so much has changed and and there has been completely new like just so many new beginnings wow. since moving to that house yeah that's cool yeah it's interesting so when i was looking it up i thought that was cool uh okay well getting back to uh, the career stuff i want to know who has most inspired you in your life hmm. i would say my friend sherry oh that's nice so she was my very first Mac girl in Edmonton. Cool. So when I first discovered Mac Cosmetics, she was there selling me all the things all the time. <laughs> and I would just go and visit her all the time. And I got really inspired and about makeup because of her. Oh, cool. And fast forward time, she was the one who hired me at Mac. Oh. She was the one who years later convinced me to move to Toronto so her, does she I've, live here now she just moved from Toronto in December but okay. she's been here she was here for the last 10 years and I oh. followed her and her husband out here so she's made such an impact on my life oh wow and like that's really special I've known her since I was 14 or 15 years old oh that you know? is yeah wow like more than half of my life so yeah I know it, it's I have a couple friends from high school that I still stay in touch with and it's just nice to know people from when you were really young, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, because they carry all those memories and they've seen you throughout the years. Yeah. And it's like, it's weird to think like when people meet meet us now, we're, we're probably completely different than we were when we oh, were yeah. in high school even. Yeah. Even just in university, I'm just a completely different person. Oh yeah, Sherry loves to make fun of me of <laughs> how I used to like, who I used to be in high school. You were an emo kid, weren't you? I was... <laughs> I wasn't emo, but I love Tori Amos like too much. So Tori who? Tori Amos. Nope. Sorry. She is. Oh man. You need to look her up. So she's like an alternative singer songwriter, Okay. but she would play like two pianos at the same time. So there'd be one on either side of her. And half the time she looked like she was orgasming while she was playing piano. And she like believed in fairies and like, like was just really out there and like would sing about, you know, really controversial things like being raped and like her life experiences so she was never afraid of being who she was and she was very big into the alternative scene cool so I was like I love Tori (laughs) so I was like a bit of a weird kid in high school and I was I wasn't really afraid of being a weird kid either but dude that's awesome yeah that is what I like about you as well I think you're just like not afraid to be yourself you're very like unapologetic I think and that's why I'm single (laughs) that's not just kidding (laughs) you were crazy hours though I feel like every time I talk to you you're like on set so that must be very hard to meet people when you're working crazy hours or you meet people on set 
I mean, yeah, but I don't know how. I mean, I'm sorry to the set guys out there, but like, <laughs> I don't know how committed they are for relationships. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody that I know that has dated someone in the movie industry, you know, they just they're not really about relationships or commitment. Right. Yeah. I mean, would you agree? I feel like that's like quite common. I think it's every situation is different, right? Every person's different. Right. But yeah, you could generalize course. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a definitely very difficult hours to maintain any right. kind of lifestyle with for sure you work in film and that's what you do and everything else kind of comes second yeah 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 I'm, life of entrepreneurs eh? I hear yeah everybody that I know that's an entrepreneur like you just you your work comes first and yeah. then and everything else does kind of suffer a little bit you yeah know? and a lot of people yeah. don't get it it's like yeah. you know I'll make plans with someone and then the literally the day before I'll get booked on a job and I'll be like I'm so sorry I've got to cancel on oh, you yeah. And it sucks, but luckily I have really supportive friends who get it and who do work in the industry as well. So see, and that's what you need around you. Cause yeah, yeah, I know honestly in the past I've had friendships where they just, they just don't understand that I'm trying to like focus on my stuff and like, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes you do just have to cancel and and like, and and sometimes you're just so emotional from being so busy that you have to cancel and, and, and you need a a friend that will understand that and yeah. just won't care you it's know so true. I think though as you get older people are a little bit more understanding because yeah. pe- everyone's just busy and then people get married and have kids and whatnot you know so I feel like but like as a kid I remember I would get into so many fights with friends that because they would just be so not understanding always and it would just suck yeah yeah so uh, yeah it's good to definitely surround yourself with people that that understands but I I have a friend um who was a costume designer mm. on I think she she did the, yeah for she did the costume designing for rain oh yeah that show and then she worked on suits a lot actually back when the when the princess now was on oh there gosh. which is kind of cool <laughs> so she worked with megan megan markle her, yeah. her name right that's why i said princess because for a second guys i did forget oops she's not technically a princess she's like a duchess oh really something, something. oh i didn't know she that wasn't born into the family right Oh, I don't understand like how that works. Technical terms. I mean, that's a little. That's a little sad. They should just say that she, you know, let, her, let her, it to her. Yeah, give it to just her. Give it to you her. Know? She's cute. She seems nice. <laughs> so anyone who's cute can be a princess. Yeah, I mean, all girls are princesses. Do you remember that movie? No. Oh, darn it. Um, <laughs> the Little Princess. It was like really popular in the '90s. You never watched no. it. No. Okay. I'm a tiny bit older than you. So in the Little Princess, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's this. It was like a really popular movie in the '90s that I was obsessed with. And the the girl, I don't even know why I'm talking about this right now, but uh, the main girl, her Meghan dad. Meghan Markle. No, well, that's why we're talking about princesses. Yes, no, I I know that. I just mean <laughs> I don't know why I'm going off track and talking about the Little Princess the movie. But anyways, in the, there's a line in the movie where uh, her her dad told her that all girls are princesses. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we're technically all princesses. <laughs> and uh, we should just work it. And Megan deserves that title. Amen. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the end of that. <laughs> Melissa has spoken, and yes. it is so. You know what, though? Actually, if I'm being honest, you know who deserves the princess title? Kate. Kate? Yeah, I know. Sorry. Kate wow. very strong. I had to you do have a very whole... strong feelings about the royal family. I had no idea. You know what? As much as I don't know anything about them, clearly I didn't know that they weren't considered princesses. Kate should be a princess if she's not. She's. I've heard her being called Duchess, too, now that I think right. about it. Yeah. yeah. But Kate is just... I don't know. Duchess seems pretty badass. You're right. That does... I mean, no, it sounds like a horse. <laughs> 
There's so many horse- <laughs> horses out there named Duchess. Oh my Come god, Duchess! Don't, don't you? That's a horse name, isn't it? Well, now that you've put it in my head, yes. <laughs> this conversation is ridiculous and amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, okay, let's get back on topic, Melissa. Uh, okay, tell me about a um, a celebrity that that has inspired you to create like a makeup look. Do, do you have? Are there any celebrities out there that you've like seen a look that they've done? Like I know Lady Gaga always does like crazy mm, looks, or yeah. Madonna always has cool looks. You know, in the past, obviously, not really now. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I might not know. Maybe I'm not up to date on Madonna's style or looks, but yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Or any movies that has inspired you? Like Gatsby, I thought was mm. oh my god. Aesthetically, watching it was their, the makeup. The, well, also the clothes too. God. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint one specific. There's I, yeah, like I so know. much inspiration right. yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And like, I, this is a shitty answer. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> everyone inspires me. <laughs> <laughs> Or like, well, I don't know. Like I could say Titanic stands out for mm. me in terms of, uh, well, that's more costume design too. Why am I only thinking of costume design right now? I think I look at the clothes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That really, you know what? A lot of people would used to ask me, you know, what, what movies I, I was very much inspired by. And often the movies that I would pick would be the ones when I would, when I would really love the costume design or the, or the hair and makeup in right. it. So it's interesting. I really, I, I mean, obviously I'm obsessed with acting, but I, I'm very drawn to those things as well. That's yeah, the reason yeah. why I have you on my show right now. Oh, Cause I just think your life's so interesting. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I didn't even, we didn't even answer that question. How do you deal with the, the anxiety of, of all the crazy hours? Oh, I did answer. Well, uh, the crazy you, hours. Yeah. The crazy or hours. Like not working or, or not working. Yeah. Oh, did you answer? Oh. I said go on nature. Oh, yeah, nature. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I completely forgot. <laughs> well, the crazy hours, though. Okay, so go on a nature. That's, like, your go-to. Yeah. yeah. And, like, just, you know, chilling with friends and, like, just yeah. letting yourself have time and relax yeah. and also letting yourself know that it's okay to not be busy all the time. Yeah, man, I, that's a constant thing that I feel like we all have to remind ourselves. But I, I honestly, I'm, with social media, we were talking about this earlier, you just constantly feel like you have to up yourself. That's like true. you have to keep doing better and better. Yeah. And I think that's just where a lot of it, the anxiety comes from is yeah. that you just see everybody just, everybody is like a boss now. Everyone's their own boss, yeah. it seems. And everybody's yeah, yeah. working all the time now. And, and so you look at all these people and what they're doing and you just feel like you constantly have to be doing something. Otherwise, you can't keep up. And like in one regard, it's kind of great. That's like motivation and it's inspiring yeah, sure. you to keep bettering keep yourself. Keep going for and sure. bettering yourself. But in a way, yeah, like I think social media can definitely be damaging yeah to a lot of creativity and you just don't feel good enough and you don't even want to try because you're like why should I try everyone's dead and everything and yeah uh, I, I totally resonate with that I think sure. I think that's when you have to take breaks from social media and say yeah. okay we're, we're gonna come back to you maybe a few yeah days. You, you do those the cleanses I do social media cleanses all the time yeah I think it's important yeah I, I definitely think it is especially I think with people that grew up in the 90s that grew up in a in a decade where there we didn't have phones Mm -hmm. you know we had childhood so we actually what comes natural to us is to play outside is to be in nature is you know like I I think a lot of kids today they grew up with iPads in their hand and so they don't know any different yeah and so I don't think it gives them the kind of
kind of anxiety that it gives us because we we just feel disconnected from what what always used to bring us joy yeah you know and I thought about that. I mean, that's debatable. I don't know. But I, I do feel like a lot of maybe kids are today are, are fine. They don't. They may grow up and not have the kind of. But they might also not be as well socially adjusted. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. For I sure. think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Well, actually, see, I said that. I don't know who I said that to. Some, maybe. I don't know if it was Peter. It might have been Peter. <laughs> or it might have been Johnny from Cricket. But um, I, I said that to one of them. And they said. But kids actually, apparently, they hang out together and they Instagram together. Like okay. as a group, like they, they're still being like sociable because they, activity. yeah, they, a group active, they'll, they'll, they'll hang out and they'll have their iPads and they'll be doing things on these iPads together. Right. But what yeah. about even just like dealing with other people in social situations, like walking down the street? I feel like they're yeah. just so sucked into a screen yeah. that like people don't say thank you and please and like That's just a big problem, like actually, even hold yeah. doors open for each other and just yeah. common Common courtesy, courtesy, like yeah. getting up for someone who's pregnant on like the subway. I've seen a couple times where like nobody will even register. But I I don't think it's like a rude thing. People are just out to lunch because yeah. they're just like so in into whatever they're listening to on their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, I could see it being a problem because, because of eye contact. Like, I, you know, if you're on, so even if they're hanging out in a group and socializing, they they're not necessarily making the kind of eye contact right. you'd be having when you're just having regular human conversation without anything. Yeah. Like we're doing or like right now. when you're like out with your friends and everyone's just staring at their phones right. the entire time and you're like, well, why am I even here? Oh my God. I have a friend who has to like Instagram everything. I have that friend too. And I'm like, okay, can you put your phone down? I'm, I've made time yeah. out of my life to be with you, not for me to watch you on your Instagram. Yeah, for sure. It's so frustrating. <laughs> it is really frustrating actually my boyfriend's like that he's it's really annoying actually but he he's like that though when he's anxious Mm. so usually that's my cue for okay just let him like you know do that because he's feeling some kind of anxiety and he needs to just be in his own world um but yeah there's been times where like we'll go to family dinner well his family's dinner and like and and first off I don't like you know, I know them all now, but I'm not, you know, they're not my family. So you'll, you'll always, you know, want to be putting on your best behavior. You always want to, you know, um, be polite and whatnot and be engaged in conversation. But then it's just, you feel alone because yeah. he's on his phone the whole time, you know? Totally. And so it's very nerve wracking. And I'm just like, please, it's not fair. help a girl out, put him yeah. away. <laughs> put your phone away. Yeah. He's going to listen to this now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to do some creative editing. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it. Whatever. It's real. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, somebody is texting me. Okay. So do you have a routine or a spiritual practice that you do that helps you get into like a mental headspace to create mm. the looks, looks that you do? Um... So I find meditating is really good. Ah, yes. Meditating is really good just for clearing your mind and calming yourself. So I feel like once you open that up, you create so much more space for creativity. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I do that myself. As we previously discussed, I also love tarot cards. Yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I find 
sometimes like like I like to pull a card every day just to give me something to focus on or oh, something to it, maybe watch for. You do it every day. Wow. Yeah. Um, either morning or at night. Like okay. Before, like when I get up or when I go to bed. I love it. Um, and I don't necessarily think like it's, uh, I don't know that like spirits are going to visit me and guide the cards. It's more right. so like an internal um, guidance. Yeah. Or something that maybe I'm like, okay, well, this is the way I'm interpreting it. So I'm going to focus on this. Yeah. And I find the cards that I pull are so deadly accurate that yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? I think there's a science a little bit behind it because really you are just, it's it's literally the law of attraction. You're, yeah. you're yeah, attracting yeah. what you need to know, right? Yeah. And you're you're being pulled towards the energy of a specific card. And so, yeah, there's, there. I, I, I mean, no one can really explain it, but I think that's, that that's really what it is. And um, I, I feel the same with, with myself. I don't usually use tarot so much, but I use Oracle cards. Right. Well, every so often when I play with, I don't, I don't do it every day, but I do, you know, just one, every so often. I think it's just yeah. fun. When you're feeling inspired. Yeah. Or when I just, yeah, when I really feel like lost mm. but I and I don't do it as if I'm talking to spirits or, or anything I do it as if as the same as you is where I just feel like I will energetically yeah. be pulled yeah, yeah. to what I need to know yeah right absolutely do you find that you feel out energies and whatnot because yeah. that's something yeah 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 I've definitely lived in some places that have had some residual energies if you will Ooh, tell those. me what are you talking about tell me uh, more <laughs> oh this is so the most interesting thing that has happened was in one of my apartments in Toronto it was right downtown okay. above a restaurant okay. and I had a huh. giant chalkboard wall in my bedroom uh-oh, what? <laughs> and the ceilings, like the walls were like the walls were about as big as in here. They're pretty tall. Okay. So to touch the top of the wall, I'd have to stand on a chair. So there was just like, there was an old fireplace that was there, but it got like covered up and like the, they painted it with chalkboard paint. Okay. So uh, I noticed for one, my cat, Jose. Okay. He would like dart his eyes around the room. <gasps> And like he was following something and it was always around the top and then he would run out of my room. Oh my and gosh. I've lived with, Ho I've lived with Jose in maybe five or six different apartments and he has never done that anywhere else. So I've was like, okay, that's something. Oh. Uh, motion sensor lights would go on and off down mm. at the bottom of the stairs and there really? would be nobody there, no animals, nothing. Um, yeah. But then the chalkboard wall, things started to appear on it. Stop it. No. Which was very bizarre. So I remember what? drawing a heart on the chalkboard one night. I went out with some friends and I came home and there's a fingerprint on the inside of the heart and the outside right beside each other. No, there wasn't. <gasps> and I was like, okay, that's bizarre, but I could have easily fallen and like maybe hit it with my own hand. Okay. It's like bizarre placement, but I didn't read too much into it. Maybe like a week or two later, uh, same kind of thing, went out at night, came home there's now a cluster of nine fingerprints. No. Like kind of straight in a row. So it's almost like somebody like put both hands up, but like was missing a finger. Uh, but like clustered more together. It was so bizarre. And I was like, okay, that's definitely not an accident. Whoa. Uh, so that happened. There was also bizarre cursive writing that was coming through at the very top of the chalkboard. What? And I couldn't read it. Like Shut it, it up. was almost like, so the chalkboard was quite dusty <gasps> and it was like the chalk was disappearing. The chalk dust was disappearing and like 
I, it was so bizarre. It was so, so bizarre. Oh my gosh. Um, another thing that happened. So I used to play battleship on my phone at night. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. I, and there was like these little miss, like little graphic missiles in it. So it go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sound effects are important. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I literally woke up and like, this is an old building, old hardwood floors. I'm the lightest sleeper. So like, I would have known if anybody came into my room. I had two roommates that lived upstairs. They were also super Christian and religious and did not believe in ghosts whatsoever. Oh so they, That's and they, why it haunted you. How they dare. never went into my room either. Oh. Cause I'd always be like, guys, did you do this? And they're like, no. They're like, that's ridiculous. Well, no. And like one of them tried to pull my leg one time, but he couldn't even lie about it. He's like, he, 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 I did that. Okay. So Good. I knew all of these things were okay. legit and okay. I even tried wow. to recreate some of them. So anyways, I woke up one morning after playing, you know, bat- went, played some battleship, went, yeah. fell asleep, woke up in the morning. There is the exact missile on my chalkboard from my battleship game. No. But it wasn't it. drawn with chalk. It was the absence of chalk. It was like the outline of it. What? Yeah. So you, you moved then after that? It was weird. I wasn't terrified by it. Like, really? Th- it almost felt like there was just this energy that was left over there. And maybe okay. it felt like it was a child or someone that just wanted to play. Yeah, okay. Because I was like, why are you interacting with my chalkboard so much? And like, I almost, I actually felt it touching my feet at night. Like it would just lightly touch my feet. Oh. <gasps> And I've never felt that sensation before or again. Whoa. It was such a strange space. Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah. What an experience. Yeah. It's weird though. Cause I always thought if I lived with something that was like, felt like a ghost or a spirit or like an energy that I would like run away as fast as possible, but I never hmm. felt scared. Hmm. I've definitely been in some buildings where I'm like, get me out of here. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, I've, been in some weird spaces i i've talked about it once on my podcast but when i was living in scarborough i lived in a house <clears throat> that was very low energy and mm. i was always terrified like just always terrified of the basement just terrified of the whole house yeah i couldn't be there alone and um i i, I hate repeating myself but i'm just going to tell you because you don't know the story because it's cool um that everyone that would come over, we would bring them in the basement. I feel bad. (laughs) You would torture them. Come to my basement, Leah. We would lock them in the basement. (laughs) But we, um, well, like whenever we like had friends over as kids, uh, my brother and I would both, like we would go in the basement because we also had a playroom like in the basement. It wasn't done actually. It wasn't a playroom, but we had a lot of our toys from like our last house. And it was one of those houses where we just never ended up finishing it. Right. So we, it was just, yeah, we didn't spend too much time there, but we had a lot of toys down there. So we, every so often when we'd have friends over, we'd go down there and then we would come upstairs and Every single friend that we had would say that as they were going up the stairs, like they would run up the stairs first mm. off and they would feel, they would say that they felt like someone was chasing them up the stairs. That's so interesting. And then we would smile and be like, yeah, us too. Like literally everybody, everybody would feel that way. Wow. And, and, and yeah, it was just, it was a weird, a weird energy and I just never felt good there. And my dog, same thing, would all constantly be barking at like thin air and just be barking in corners and like right. just she would also like attack all the time in that house. She was Whoa. she was she was literally a horrible dog. A horrible dog. And then we moved to Ajax 
became the nicest yeah. friend dog ever. Animals yeah. can sense so much more than Definitely. I think humans can. I oh, I think so too. You know what though? See, I I, I believe in that, and then they don't. I think humans can. I just think mm. we have too many distractions, and that we've been trained that we shouldn't be yes, believing in, in certain things and in yes. tune with those things. Yeah, like Buddhas and all kinds of their sp- spiritual people from all different religions believe in believe in energies and tune in. They meditate, and I I, I think that's a very natural you know, way of being, yeah. but, and I think we're slowly getting back there. Meditation is very normal. Now Mo- a lot of people yeah. meditate. Um, but I think for the longest time we disconnected from that. And I think that's mainly maybe why we can't tune into a lot of that stuff yeah. anymore. And they say, you know, kids, kids see ghosts. And, and I think, yeah, it's no, because, that's true. you know, they're, they're young and they're vulnerable and they're not, I hate to use the word brainwash, but like they're not influenced by society yeah. as and they yet. haven't been taught to see have so much fear in their lives and they that, haven't been taught to have fear totally yeah yeah they're still like creative and like loving and just like see the best in the world and yeah. see that everything so is nice. an infinite possibility yeah totally yeah okay cool I just want to I'll wrap it up because I would do want to pull a card because I'm really excited for this but yeah I just finally I want to just ask you Um, just tell, could you just tell me more, maybe tell me a story about how your spiritual journey has sort of led you to be where you are right now. Yeah. Like you said, you are a celebrity makeup and hair artist girl. Like you've worked with so many huge people guys and you can, you can see her entire, um, pretty much your whole resume, I would say on, uh. Uh, on, on Alice a lot, Sharp. A lot of it is on there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. I was I was really looking last <laughs> night. I was like, oh, that's cool. She's done so much. And you did the Jesse Reyes videos. Did recently. yeah, dude. Those were cool videos. There, you know what is Peter? Peter's that's brilliant. Yes. To begin with, Jesse yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Also, I'm super stoked for her. She is just killing it right now. I think Peter said that she wrote like like something crazy, like 61 or 81 songs wow. within like a couple days. She's that, incredible. Yeah. That's, yeah. Insane. that's so cool, man. So inspiring. Man. <laughs> like, and within a week, her last video was up on in Times Square. Like, wow. Just so phenomenal. She's just oh, glowing. Oh, the, the one that you did the makeup Yeah, yeah, the last Dude, one. Dude, that's cool. Yeah. That is really cool, yeah. man. So she's, but um, as far as my spiritual journey, I was actually raised very, very religious. Okay. Oh, um, interesting. Which like, is like kind of part of the reason I like left Edmonton. I was like, I want to leave all that behind. Ah. It was just such a big part of who I was growing up and what I hated. Hmm. Uh, I never resonated with it ever. Okay. Um, and I would question it all the time and my parents would never really give me answers because I don't think they could answer my questions. Right. They're like, oh, we'll tell you when you're older. I'm like, guess what? I'm older now. <laughs> And you still have no yeah, answers for me. Yeah. Uh, so I think that really led me on my journey because I wanted to leave that lifestyle behind me. Hmm. And I always, you know, kind of gravitated towards tarot cards and like, like the law of attraction. It just makes so much sense to me. I'm yeah. like, it just resonated and right. it clicked in my head. Yeah. So. Um, I think because I was raised super conservative religion that I just had to get as far away from it as I could. Right. I understand that. I would say like I'm a spiritual person. I don't know if I believe that there's a God. I believe in a lot of science as well, which is why I definitely, I definitely think the law of attraction has a lot to do with science. Definitely. And quantum physics. Most scientists actually do believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's where I'm like, I'm like science, but I'm also spiritual. Yeah. And it's like a weird blend. And I think open-minded is the word. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would say similar to me where you're not like set in th- this is this way. Yeah. You're open to be told otherwise. Yeah. Because yeah. humans have been wrong about a lot of yeah. things. A lot of things oh in life. man I just want to grow I think everyone has some something to offer or something yeah. they learn that could you know help your life right yeah and there's and I think just think there's truth to everything I would be I would really like to get someone like that believes in the Buddhist lifestyle in here mm. and to just chat yeah, with them with definitely. how they see life and like whatnot definitely yeah. and and yeah and we were talking about how the law attraction um helped you with your with your career so we, we I've kind of kind of already asked you this question yeah but, but yeah. a lot of it's, yeah, a lot of it's having faith. I'm like, yeah. I know a lot of my friends have like, oh, they write down their goals for every month and they want to make this amount of money and they want to work with. And I think that's so important is writing down what you want. And for me, it's like, I want to work with this person. I want to work on this job. It's not so much a, I want to have this much money. It's like, I want to do these things in my life. Oh, so you focus like on experience. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, and then I just kind of cross my fingers and hope it works. Oh, I like that. See, that's cool. That's an interesting perspective. I I, uh, know of another, I forget her name currently at the moment. If I have my phone around me don't darn it there's a there's a girl who wrote this book called the desire map experience have Hmm. you heard of it no um she focuses on on what feelings she wants to feel and that i think like i like how you focus on the more your experiences and she yet that she kind of is similar to that where she she's like okay how do i want to feel and that will how, like and then focusing on attracting the feelings will create the experiences yeah, that I want to have. Yeah, because when you put your yeah. feeling in it, it's so much more than just a thought. Yeah, and then your feeling just drives you so much further. Yes, because yeah. you're like, well, if I can feel it, you can almost taste it. Right, and then yeah. it just like hopefully manifests. Yeah, it's so yeah. cool. All right, cool. And final question: I just want to know what you think it takes to be successful in your field. That's a good question. Or just successful in general. I think a I think, lot of it's similar. I think a positive attitude goes yeah. a long fucking way. And not just being positive I had positive to say fucking yourself, way right? because it's a po- <laughs> I know so many people who are just like, oh, well, I can't get this job and I can't work with that person and I hate these clients and I hate... Th- it's like, okay, but what do you like? Why right. do you do it? It's and like why if, are you vocalizing it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think... I think what you say out loud and your thoughts and your intentions behind everything you say has so much force and power in your life. Totally. So the more positive you are and the, the more creative energy and positivity you're putting out there, the more is going to come back to you. I completely agree with that. Because also in the film industry, nobody wants to be around somebody who's negative for 12 plus hours. Right. You want to yeah. be around some, like being, being good at what you do is half, like maybe a 10% of it. Mm-hmm. And then, being somebody you want to be around for a long time is a big part of it right yeah I mean I think there's probably like it can be really hard when you're working long hours to to for a lot of people to not you know just feel the tiredness yeah. and just let that show but I think that's probably why you you constantly work is because you do 
keep a positive attitude and people want to be around you. Right. You know, and people say that all the time to me in terms of acting, like, you know, a, a lot of the job is talent, but the other half of it is, is whether they want to hang out with you. Yeah. You know, because if, if you don't get along in the audition room, then they're not going to have any fun yeah. with you on, on no, set. No, exactly. And you then know? you're just going to be creating problems all day. Yeah. No, it's not yeah. fun. Yeah. Another big thing is uh, dropping your ego. Hmm. I've had uh, quite a few people tell me they're like, I love working with you because you don't have an ego. Hmm, And it's like, I don't care if you don't like red lipstick and I put a red lipstick on you. I'm not going to be going and crying about it. (laughs) I will be like, yeah, let's take it off. What like whatever I want, Hmm. whoever I'm doing makeup and hair on to feel amazing at the end of it. Oh, that's awesome. So if I think a, a red lip would look better, but they don't like it, I don't care. It's not about me. It's about whoever I'm touching. Oh, that's wonderful. I think a lot of people probably aren't that way. I've had an experience with a couple people actually that aren't that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. And that's what I meant earlier about how I like you're so just unapologetically yourself and you're like a nice person, girl. Oh, thank you. So are you. Yeah, man. That's that's great because, yeah, I I do think you, you... you also don't want to offend people, right? Because I've, I think I told you, but I've had experiences with makeup artists in the past where I just, oh man, I just really didn't like mm. what they did. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to offend them, but it's, it's certain energies and you feel like you can't be honest. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. I, I know what yeah. that is. And that's usually people who are like, oh, well you look yeah. phenomenal. So I'm not changing it. Right. And it's like, well, that might be true, but I don't feel comfortable. And being comfortable is like 90% of feeling attractive. Right. And you want to feel comfortable when you're being vulnerable in, in, uh, in yeah. front of a camera, you know? So. so it's really the first step in making movie magic. No, I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> but you know what? That is really great advice. Dropping your ego in anything. I think like this is that's what I mean by being open minded. Yeah. You know, like just let let things go and like, you know, just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. And if somebody wants to change their lipstick 20 times, do it. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. Like, I mean, you're there anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless, of course, there's like a long line and they're really keeping you. Then, gay. Hey, hey, girl, you pick up the color. Yeah. <laughs> and then at a the certain point, it's like, OK, well, whose opinion actually matters? Is it the um, background actor or is it the director's oh call? <laughs> oh, I'm sure the background actors do that to you. Oh, believe me. Oh man. I know. They're so usually much. ones with the biggest egos. That, they are. <laughs> Dude, it's, that's so funny that you're saying that because I've, I've had this thought to myself and I'm like, are these background actors like really cheeky? And like, I've had so many experiences with, with a lot of background a- actors being quite like like cheeky and having attitudes I'm like what is this no it's like I feel like it's the more confident you are and the more secure you are in your position (laughs) like I just worked on a feature film a few months ago and the number one lead actor was the nicest chillest person and it was literally the it was the background actor who was on for one day that literally you could see a pass of him that was the pickiest. Oh, wow. So it's like, okay, know your place. Well, and that's also why that one person is booking a lot and they're yeah, still exactly. in the background acting too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's dig into it. Okay. I'm ready for this. Okay, so say again, this is called The Wild Unknown Tarot. Yes. Cool. And then I'm going to pull for you from my token deck that I use on the podcast. All right. Who's going to go first? It's called though. Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by Colette Baron reed You can you go first, actually. I'm excited. I'll do you? Yeah. I'm just really excited for this. I'll do you, then you do me. Cool. So how, so with Tarot. Like, so should with, I? Can I? 
is sage this is palo santo oh it's like sage it's that's, that's you know that's better i'm allergic to sage are you <laughs> yeah. well then that's perfect it's perfect. like i knew yeah cool i like to do this before uh i do tarot cards i feel like it's kind of cleanses the cards oh okay uh, and just like should you have done it it's almost like too? a ceremony okay aspect of it it cool. just like creates a space i love it yeah you know what because of the allergy I, i've just never really looked into what else i could use but i have a lot of friends that say even friends that aren't really don't 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 do the cards they just yeah. like to sage their apartment because of yeah energies and sage actually does purify the air like okay scientifically it does yeah. So even if you don't buy into that, it cleanses Scientifically, the Scientifically, really? It does purify. It's like plants. Like how, you know how like certain house plants do help purify and cleanse the air? Yeah. So does uh, sage. That is a really interesting fact that I had no idea about. Yeah. So cool. even if you don't buy into the, this is going to cleanse the space in the area. Yeah, then literally like just know it that just it actually good for the does. air. Yeah. If your air, air stinks, just light some sage. <laughs> Cool. No, my problem is I don't know where to put this out. I might just oh, do that. Oh, um, yeah, that's fine. There we go. Okay. So I'm going to get you to shuffle that. Okay. Ooh, these cards are cool. Yeah, man, the artwork on a lot of tarot decks. I, you know what? I, I I actually don't have tarot. I have um oracle cards. Do you ever play with oracle cards? I have before. I don't own any of my own. Okay. Um, I bought uh, a friend of mine the crystal tarot cards. Okay. So you pull yeah. like a different crystal. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. I and every crystal. I has was thinking like a something meaning. else. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. They're really pretty. I've done a crystal reading, and actually, um, I should send you. But I I interviewed on the podcast a crystal psychic oh, reader. Oh, amazing. She's really cool, dude. Cool. And dead on. Like when she did my reading, she was like, it was a pretty crazy cool experience. Whoa. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've only, I have Oracle, but, but what I really like about Tarot is it tends to be honest. I think Oracle is like kind of the fluffy, right? fluffy version of psychic readings where it's if you, if you want just something really light and loving, right. then, then you can count on Oracle. But I, um, Tarot, I like that it's a little bit more honest and it's a little it, more cutthroat in some ways. Yeah. And yeah. I think sometimes you need that. Sometimes you do, yeah. you do need that. All right. I think I've, wait. <laughs> there you go i'm good <laughs> so set it down the table and okay. then cut it into three decks okay i wish i was filming this okay. and then put it back together however you want oh that was oh good oh <laughs> all right so we're just cool. gonna do one uh, we're gonna pull one okay the first one all right so all it's right. the six of cups Six of Cups, and it looks like there's a tree on it. Yeah, it's got a tree, and it's got some really Roots. deep, beautifully colored branches. I like it. And very colorful. And what's that number at the top? That's a six. That's a six. Oh, my God. Oh, you literally just said <laughs> that. <laughs> so Six of Cups, it says it um, represents memories, childhood, and joy. Okay. Um, a card of beautiful implications, the Six of Cups, focuses on the magic and innocence of childhood. Oh. Which is funny because we were just talking about I was, that. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that. Yeah. The roots of your years past are alight with color and vibrancy. Look back upon them. Get lost in your memories. Old friends may surface and seek you out. Huh. All reunions will be joyful. Enjoy simple pleasures and wonder in all areas of your life. Huh. Well, that's funny because I was kind of being a little bit negative about my past. Remember yeah. I was talking about how, yeah, how uh, I didn't have a great 
so great um, school experience. Right. But you know what? Outside of school was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe someone from your past is going to show up and it's mm. going to guide you in a certain way. Huh. Well, someone actually did from my high school message me this morning. Interesting. So. Yeah. Some po- I, and yeah. So there. Yeah. Th- this is very relevant to what's yeah. happening in my life right now. And the other day, I saw another person from my high school. Oh, cool. So there's a lot happening from my childhood. That okay. Interesting. Interesting. Cool. I like it. Can I pull another? I feel drawn to pull another. Yeah. Do you think yeah. we just like flip the next one or do you want to shuffle no. it again? I feel like you need to. Or can you pick from the middle or anything? Girl, you do whatever you feel that you need to. You this is what? what I love about tarot cards is that, yeah, you can have rules, but I feel like a lot of it's like, how do you feel in this present moment? How do you want to shuffle the deck? How right. do you want to get that card out? Yeah. Yeah. With, well, with the, these, the Oracle cards, I just do whatever. Yeah. I just like pick whatever, whatever. Cool. Wherever, whenever. <laughs> However, however, no, wait, no, I don't feel like that one. I feel like this one. What is this one? Ooh. Ooh. So it is, that is a doe? Daughter of Pentacles. Okay. So this deck does it a little bit differently uh, than some decks. So um. <laughs> for all you noobs out there, I'm completely noob as well to this so this is you know what I'm no expert either I actually I I met up with a friend of mine who knows a lot about tarot cards like oh cool she's very like history and whatnot she knows everything about the history and I learned that tarot cards have actually been around longer than the deck of cards yeah so if you look at a deck of cards it's the same kind of format right because you have the ace two three four five six and then you have like the jack queen king yes but then this one has daughter son mother father I think Something. Ah, um, interesting. So the daughter of pentacles, which is interesting because it was talking about childhood and yeah. daughter. And yeah. <laughs> it has a beautiful fawn on it and a rainbow. Okay. I was um, like, is that a doe? <laughs> it, a doe, perhaps a deer, a female deer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this one says, you'll usually find the daughter of pentacles behind the scenes rather than out in the spotlight. Hmm. Though quite shy, she's extremely hardworking and responsible. She handles details and logistics well. People depend on her. She has vast amounts of inner strength. Like all the Pentacle family, the daughter thrives when in nature. That's you, babe. That literally, that whole thing. Can I just see that? That's literally talking about you. Listen to this. You usually find the daughter of Pentacles behind the scenes, behind the scenes of acting. As soon as I read that, I was like, that's not you. Yeah, no, I knew it. Then rather than out in the spotlight, like me. Yep. Through though quiet, quite shy. You you can be shy. Yep. She's extremely hardworking. True and responsible. True. She handles details, which you do. You're the details behind the scenes and logistics. Well, people um, people defend uh, depend on her. True. <laughs> she has vast amounts of inner strengths. True. Like all of the Pentacles family, the daughter thrives when in nature. That is that's crazy. So weird. You we also just said that I would pull a card for you, and then you pulled a card for me. But we oh, use my deck. Weird. Oh, yeah. Because I just like I just feel drawn to pull another card, not yeah. necessarily for and myself. And I saw the card you first pulled out, and it had nothing to do with that. <gasps> That's so fascinating. That is fascinating. Ooh, I see. This is why I, I like playing I with it. cards. That's cool. Okay, I'm still pulling one from this one though. <laughs> I don't feel like either of our cards really gave us guidance. It was yeah. more so. This is who you are. This is who yeah. I am. Yeah. But yours was more like, uh, somebody from your past is gonna show. Yeah, up. yeah. Oh, I wonder who. Do or do maybe do just do like do they do already do. did those. Maybe it's the high school people. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe you hmm. get, maybe you gotta follow up with that. Hmm. Okay. Do you? Okay. So do you want to shuffle this one and pull one? Sure. 
Okay, cool. So the wisdom of the hidden realms, that's what I used in the last podcast. Should I, I just think it's cool. Throw some Palo Santo on that one too. Sure. Go for it, girl. Palo Santo, it's called. It is. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So So if anybody is interested out there, you can probably get it at what? The rock shop. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Rock shop. Metaphysical Kensington Market has lots of places you can buy it. Um, Oh, they have a store there too, right? Is that? Kensington Market. They have a, do they have a rock shop type store there? There's a couple. You can get like there's definitely one crystal store I know of. There's this other shop that sells like a lot of incense and um, other things, fun stuff like that. Yeah, I love it. It's actually my favorite because it doesn't. It's so unassuming. Okay. The store. I don't know if you've been to it. No, I haven't. I'll have to take you. Um, Okay. So down. It's. I'm gonna tell all your listeners where it is and where to go buy all their strange things and potions. It literally looks like a. Like you walk in and you're like, this is like, it feels like there's fluorescent lighting. Nothing is like made to look pretty. There's zero presentation. <laughs> like things are like in cardboard boxes. Oh, like really? You're just like, am I in the right place? <laughs> <laughs> and the the guy who works there, like he's fine, but like he's not like, hello, welcome to my store. He like right. won't talk to you until like you're, he, you talk to him. Right. But like That's there's the best sales associate. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but there's like all kinds of like behind the um the cash desk, there's like bottles and bottles of oils and like oh, cool. different like you can buy like indigo and snake skin and like all Ooh. kinds of bizarre ingredients. And I'm cool. like, oh, the store is for witches. <laughs> I would just buy something like that just to like have. Like, yeah, I've got some snake skin over totally. here. Totally. There's like <laughs> bottles of I bought a bottle of holy water once because I thought it was funny. It might be true. That's interesting. Yeah, um, I love those kinds of There's tons of candles. There's cool. some very phallic candles in there also. Oh. So, you know, for all your phallic candle needs. Yeah, I love it. It's I, right. Yeah, right. I, I, um, I like, um, I, I'm intrigued to learn more about people. Like, because people talk about, like, candle colors and whatnot. I'm, I'm going to learn about that in the future. Right. I'm interested in that. All right. Pick a card and a card. <laughs> mm, I just want. I want that one. It's got something on it, too. Oh. What is this? see. What's on it? What is this? <laughs> Ew, what is that? It's like dirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does look like dirt. I picked the dirty card. <laughs> All right. The Keeper of the Scales, and it is. it represents fairness. Fairness and balance, actually. I'm not really sure which one it is for you. Hmm. I'm going to read both. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because uh, these cards are interesting. They have... They have two different things, and depending on the way that it's picked up. See, I picked it up like this, but I laid it down like this for you. So I'm thinking you need the second one because it's upside down. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to read the second one first. I feel drawn for that one. So the second one is about balance. So events are turning your life upside down, and you may be dizzy and confused. Are you feeling that life is unfair for you right now? Do you believe others are getting ahead and leaving you behind? Could your ego be throwing things off? (laughs) Nope. Your pride and self-centeredness may be weighing down the scales. Another message could pertain to the behavior of others throwing your life out of whack. Are you around drama that causes you to become ungrounded or caught up in it? The keeper of the scales says that it's time to take a break. Do whatever is necessary to bring yourself back into nature. I mean, into balance. Nature just came in my mouth. Whoa, what? Be right back. I'm going to a park. (laughs) Yeah, going. What the heck? (laughs) Whoa. That's strange. Yeah, it just came out. Like, it's not even, it says balance. I don't know why I said nature. 
let go of all people. <laughs> Sorry, that was just a really weird experience where I don't know where that came from. That's amazing. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's really strange. Let go of all people, behaviors, or conditions that bring you into disharmony. Mm. You will be very grateful when balance is restored and you're off um, the roller coaster. Remember, uh, remember that what goes around comes around. Justice will be served one way or another and harmony will be restored. Do you find that that resonates? Yep. Cool. Yep, definitely. Awesome. All right, my love. Well, thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh, and thank being you on my podcast. This is so fun. I, you know, I've only had one other person that I would say is is quite as spiritual as you, which is the the crystal psychic reader. And so it's so fun to chat and like pick your brain and like talk about these kind of like cool ghostly stories and whatnot. <laughs> if there's anyone listening out there that has cool ghostly stories, message me. I wanna. I think maybe on another another time, I want to just like read out people's yeah. ghost stories. That might be fun. Or have like a, yeah. I, I saw a ghost hunter once who read my cards. Ooh, or she what? did like a reading on me. Oh. And she just held my keys and told me all kinds of things. But she legit is a ghost hunter. And I was like, you're fascinating. What? Yeah, right? Do you, do you have her number still? I don't know. I could probably, I might be able to find it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, you know what? Honestly, everybody has different spiritual journeys. And it's just like, it's cool to like find out what your journey has been that's led you to achieving your your life and yeah. like where you've been. So. Everyone has such a different journey. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yours is like literally completely different than Peter's. However, similar like thought patterns, similar work ethics. Like I think there's as much as people's journeys can be completely different, I think a lot of the way that you think and act is very aligned as mm. to why you are successful. And that's, and that's kind of also why I want to keep bringing on people that are, you know, shining in their fields and whatnot, or, or at least going after their goals. Cause I think it, it is correlated. There's everyone's quite similar. Right. Which is yeah. Cool. And yeah, just intriguing. Anyways, cool. you are awesome. Thank You're you for awesome. being here and thanks so much for listening guys. And uh, yeah, don't forget the grass is always greenest where you are right now. That's my little motto. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think it's just a good little reminder. I try to remind myself uh, almost every day now I try to remind myself because I think it, with the world that we live in, it can be so easy to get caught up in in, in ev- other people's lives or just get, get caught up in what we think would be better or in like my, my, my life will be better in a week when I'm on vacation. Right. But actually, maybe not. Maybe that vacation will be the worst of life. Yeah, you never so, know. Right. It's all about enjoying the moment that you're in right now. Exactly, the present moment. So the, the grass is greenest where we are right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked this podcast, definitely rate it five stars on iTunes. And if you want to shout out in the next podcast, screenshot that rating, send it to me via Instagram or Twitter at Melissa Malotti. And I would love to show you out in the next podcast. (laughs) Love you guys so, so much. And um, have a fabulous day. Namaste. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash just love by Melissa.